G'day there, and welcome to the rewrap for Friday. All the best bits from the Mike Hosking Breakfast on Newstalk ZB in a Celia package. I am Glenn ZB. And this morning, uh, uh, is it a protest or just making a nuisance of yourself in Parliament? We'll mark the week. It's Friday. That's what we do on Fridays. Uh, oh, we better uh, check in with uh, the Tahuia train, see how that's working out, how successful that's been. And uh, the councillor who hasn't showed up for any of the meetings. But before any of that, a uh, little bit of recipe talk to round the week of well, what a great week it's been for the government. Business talk yesterday, uh, pre another one of these pre-budget speeches. Turns out, uh, I mean, uh, in front of a business audience, it's a good thing to get the Prime Minister up and running. I mean, you've got a lot to hear. I mean, what you got? Vaccines, the border, fair pay agreements. That's been announced recently. The wage freeze, of course, has occupied the government. Hey, poor, poor. I'm sure business wanted to hear about that. GDP, standing by for Q1, uh, the Reserve Bank and its current uh, QE program, debt rising. A lot to cover off. And um, so, so Adun was there to give it to them. I was speaking at an event, and as we wrapped for a cup of tea, a young woman approached me uh, to share a cheese roll recipe. Right. Uh, so I'm not sure whether she got into any of the serious material. If you happen to be there, and this was on the news last night, and I fell off my sofa laughing, did she give the cheese roll recipe? What Did the story go anywhere from that point? What happened next? I mean, she certainly got my... I wasn't interested in any of that other stuff that you were talking about, but once she started talking about cheese rolls... Exactly. Don't you want to know what happened? Yeah. Did they make a cheese roll? Did she bring cheese rolls? And also, does she have a comment on World Whiskey Day that you just brought up Very, very good point as well. So if you were at the event, do text me, let me know. Yeah, so like I say, I don't really understand the issue. If she wants to talk about cheese rolls, it seems like it... I mean, obviously, there's plenty of better savoury things that she could be discussing, but... You know, it's got my mouth watering anyway. Uh, Beats calling people racist and, you know, banging on about that kind of thing. I mean, cheese rolls just bring people together, right? Mr. Waititi of Waiariki may well be a hero in his electorate, I don't know, but on the national stage he's doing his cause no good. Getting booted out of the House to add to the other distractions he's caused in his five minutes in Parliament... Only shows him up to be an attention seeker, not a bloke who seeks any sort of reform or change or improvement for the people he claims to represent. Never before have Maori had a greater, more influential voice in our nation's house, and yet what we've seen this week is an angst and rhetoric that seems to indicate they're more about a scrap than achievement. Given the traction it now has, it's probably worth you reading Hey Pua Pua. At 120 plus pages, it is wordy and worthy, but there are some good praises about the place if you want to hunt them down. And when you read it, you'll be very easily be able to see what the issue is and why we are where we are. And once you've worked that bit out, you'll be grateful that Judith Collins and David Seymour are doing what they're doing. Yes, it's a discussion document, or was, and in it, are a series of ideas ranging from moderately sensible to radical and dangerous. That in and of itself is not the issue. The issue is the government didn't release it, and when they did, after much delay, it was heavily redacted. We now know the Prime Minister was freaking out about the reaction, and their reaction to the reaction hasn't exactly helped. Between the changes made by the government under urgency or completely unannounced, they all, despite the government saying there's nothing to see here, are to be found in the aforementioned report, which is clearly more than a discussion document. So what people, whether they be Judith David, you or me, all have a right to do is ask some questions. Ask what is going on. And it behooves those in the halls of power to maybe answer some of those questions without breaking out that tired, hackneyed old line about being racist. If you're going to have a debate or ask questions around policies dealing with race, that is not racist. Asking a question about a report into a level of self-determination or separate race-based agencies or policies does not a racist make. They're just questions. And if you're a proponent of such ideas, you should welcome the questions because you will or should have the answers. And not just that, but the passion 
to argue your case. If all you've got is anger and a pointy finger, you're a showboater or you're trying to hide something. What these past couple of weeks have shown is that some doth protest just a bit too much. I wonder why. I wish people would... um they, they, they keep labelling policies racist because they're directed to one ethnicity, and I don't. I, I hate to get semantic and technical, but I don't think that's true. Racism, uh, if you're doing something racist, you're against a certain race, not for it. Just because you're for a race doesn't mean you're against another one. I think it's a fine distinction, but I just wanted to get that out there anyway. Look, I'll stop waffling on and we'll just mark the week, eh? Time to mark the week. little piece of news and current offence that's tastier than a state-supplied school sandwich. Uh, the pay freeze won. Top prize from the School of Cock-Ups. Communication was allegedly at least Robertson and Ardern's strong points. Well, not this week. When Labour are meeting ropeable unions, something hasn't gone right. Hey, poor, poor, three. Uh, this week it headed to conservation. The questions aren't going up, uh, aren't going away, but the increasingly hyperventilated reaction is the clue the questions are hitting the mark, I think. Uh, merchants fees on Paywave, seven. Very few will have an issue with this. The government's high point of the week, I suspect. Kiwi fruit nine. Another record season on the way. Sales up in China. Sales up in Europe. We've hardly scratched the potential of the red ones. Boris, eight. Dude! Uh, potentially one of the most successful leaders of the modern age. Dispense with Europe. Won the general election. Won more elections last week. Rolled out a vaccine. Opened his country. Destroyed Labour. House prices, eight. Still romping. Still no sign of a slowdown. What's your next trick, Grant? Uh, the Chinese rocket, four. I mean, for the ridiculous hype around where it would land. I mean, given the world is mainly water, what really were the chances of it hitting Northland? Eh? Crusaders, nine. We're win- uh, nine. We're winning. Is no, a culture. Trying to get that ding happening. A it's just not happening. A lot of people could look and learn from inside and outside sport at the Crusaders. Nine. Uh, fair pay deals. Four. Union trouble. And haven't we had enough of that this week? Jobs. Eight. I mean, lots and lots and lots of jobs. Good problem to have until, of course, you can't fill them. U.S. jobs. Four. Ads for jobs up. Hiring for jobs down. Why? Welfare. Too much welfare. Joe's making it too easy to stay in bed. That's socialism for you. Ellen, seven. Of course I like you. You knew I liked you. You've been on the show many times. And and don't I show like? 19 years is quite the run, but it ends in shame. She was never what she purported to be. And I tell you this, authenticity is where the root of all great success lies. Uh, The Auditor General, seven. He seems onto it, which is just as well, given the government. He pinged them on Ihamotau. And now the wage subsidy, more rigour required, apparently, in chasing up the cheats. Vaccines, three. We still don't seem to be able to take some phone lines some offices or open spaces, some people, and join enough dots to roll out what vaccine we do have without the cluster we've seen this week. Borders, four. Britain's got green lights, even Italy's open. Americans are travelling, and here we sit, no date, no plan. Sadly, Australia joined our camp this week with their mid-2022 revelation. Uh, Simon Bridges, six. Income strike force raptor. Sold all our Christmas present dilemmas in one go this week. Surely we're all buying a copy for Dad, aren't we? Uh, That's the week. Copies on the website. And new research this week, by the way, has shown that four of these kills the pain and boredom of any Christchurch City Council briefing. And if you don't know what he's talking about there, stay listening to the end of the podcast and we'll cover that off. Oh, a little bit of sizzle. A little bit of pre-selling in the podcast. Oh, hey! Well, you could just go there now and miss out this next bit, I suppose. But then you miss out on the Tahuya train update. I'm afraid I have bad news. Um, the choo-choo train from Hamilton to Auckland, the bullet train, uh, Tahuya, to the tune of tens if not hundreds of millions of taxpayer and ratepayer dollars, is not appearing to work. Uh, we had some numbers last time we looked. We were into the early part of April. Uh, and towards the end of April, we seem to be seeing some, some increasing numbers. And all of a sudden, it occurred to me that it was the school holidays, and that may well have something to do with it. Turns out it did. 
uh, because May 3, the latest numbers we have are for the week of May 3 through 7, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. It appears essentially to be a train for 50 people. That's about it. On the Monday, on the first, uh, the, the first sailing, the first, uh, the first trip, 15 people were on board the next day, 13. Big day Wednesday, 21. Thursday, though, dropping off to 17, 18 on the Friday. The second sailing of the day, 53. Big day Monday. Well done. Come on in, Hamilton. 628, 53 people on board. Uh, 32 the next day, 41 the next, 34 and 35. The weekend, it picks up a bit, 122. People coming into Auckland for a shop and a look around, who would know? But as, as a weekday service, which is what it was designed to be, as, as a mechanism to trans people from, transport people from the Tron to Hamilton, uh, to Auckland, uh, it appears 50 people are into it and the rest of the city is not. So the question then would be, if those numbers don't shift, how long before somebody somewhere goes, you know what, this isn't working, it's a waste of money, and we'll need to do something about it. Yeah, it's a hard one, isn't it? Because uh, it, it's like with TV shows, you know, you know um, when they change hosts, or radio shows for that matter, and you think, how long are you going to give it before we see an increase in the audience, or is it a disaster? And sometimes you feel like they have cancelled them too soon. I'm not sure what, what the rule is with trains. Certainly with podcasts, you get a lot of leeway. I mean, I've been doing this for years and years and years, uh, waiting for it to be successful, and, you know, still... Still waiting, and I'm still here. Hopefully um, nobody's noticed, and we'll just um, go on to this next thing, eh? Woman in Christchurch, Catherine Chu, I know not of her, uh, but she represents the Independent Citizens, which is a right-leaning group of people. She's a Christchurch councillor, and she's in a spot of bother because she doesn't turn up to meetings. Um, She's also a health board member, and she also has a part-time job. Maybe she's too busy. No, she's not too busy. She says the meetings are a waste of time and, and rate pays money, which, of course, is true. But the problem with it is that she signed up for the job. I mean, when you sign up to be a councillor or put yourself out there to be voted in, you know that all they ever do is meet. They sit around a table and meet. That's literally all they do. So it's not like this is a surprise and came out of left field. It is hard to criticise somebody for not turning up to meetings, though. But I couldn't agree more. I mean, I, mean, I live my life avoiding meetings. The, same. The, the fewer the meetings we have, the better off we are as human beings. Of that, there is absolutely no question. So I'm in, I, I, I struggle to criticise her because I think she's a smart woman and has seen the writing on the wall and understands that energy in, energy out. That's my whole raison d'etre in life. Energy in, energy out. Is it worth, do you get out what you put in? The answer mostly in meetings is no. So she's smart. She's got that, but she's getting paid 114130 and so she's turning up to next no meeting. 28 briefings out of 70 since she was elected. Most other councils attend more than 60 of the 70. The next lowest attendance is Jamie Goff, who's quite well known in the area. He went to 54 of 70. So at 28, not really pulling away. Yeah, right? again, though... I really like us. I'm actually wondering if we should be paying her more, you know, encouraging more people to not turn up to meetings. What do you reckon that'd be worth in terms of an, a, 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 what's the thing on a piece of paper, an equation? If you pay people more to do less, given the damage councils do, you're probably actually going. That's to be what I'm saying. We should be incentivising. Yeah. I mean, imagine if we had less, fewer meetings. They, fewer they, they might end up cancelling the meetings altogether. Yeah, less stuff done by councils. We'd be better off. I like another good idea from the Mike Hosking breakfast. Patent it. Yeah, I'm, what I'm after here is a culture change, um, and across all industries, not just councils, but everywhere. Um, if we can just eliminate meetings as a thing, and never ever have any meetings ever again, everybody wins, surely. Like, name me one thing that's ever any good thing that's ever came out of a, a meeting.
I'm Glenn ZB. Uh, that was the rewrap. Uh, this was not a meeting. I mean, I know we're all here together, but we're just enjoying each other's company, aren't we? Uh, and we'll do that again on Monday. See you then.